Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday. April the 16th. Glad to be with you. Of course, we're going to be talking about the Lightning on their quest for a three-peat. They punched their ticket to a playoff run this past week. The Rays, seven games into the season. Some good, some bad. Keep on going. And of course, analytics. We're going to be talking about analytics. The number here, 877-448-7901. We'll be right back to start the show. You are in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. Do you love driving, but you hate your expensive car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your current car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. Yes, it's easy to refinance your current car payment and save up to $100 a month. Could you use an extra $100 a month? Then make this call to Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your current car payment. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. You can do it all from the comfort of your home. Call today and see how much you can save. Call 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Call now. 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome back to the Jimmy B Sports Show. First of all, congratulations to our Tampa Bay Lightning. Thursday night, we beat Anaheim 4-3, to although it did take um, an overtime couple minutes to do that. Sorelli scored with 158 into the period to give us the 4-3 win, but a lot happened before that overtime goal, for sure. Uh, if you follow the game, we got off to a great start. We dominated the first period, jumped out to a one nothing lead. Stamkos scored. Uh, Killorn scored after that to make it 2-0, and that's pretty much how the first period ended. Uh, but as good as we played in the first period, we played as poorly in the second, I thought. Um, there wasn't just any uh, checking going on. I think that uh, complacency started to creep in. Uh, long story short, in that second period, Anaheim scored three times. So we go from a, a 2 nothing lead after one to being down three to two after two. So again, that's been our mantra all year long, it seems. Once we get up by two goals, if you want to go back and look at that, once we're up by two goals, it seems as though, like I said, complacency starts to uh, creep in. We are not as sharp on getting back on defense. And it shows for some reason, uh, that's the way we've been playing all year. And um, we can't do that going into the playoffs. But like I said, we did get our way into the playoffs for the eighth time in nine years. That's no small feat for anyone in any league. So congratulations to the Lightning. But as always, down here in, in Tampa, especially with the Lightning, we don't think about 
just the playoffs, we think about the Stanley Cup. So in order to be able to go out there and you know, get the hat trick, make it three in a row and defend the Bay, we're going to have to uh, shore up some uh, aspects of the game right now. Now, one of the things that, that happened, which is very unusual for Cooper, for the Lightning in general, was that they yanked Vassy from the goal in the th um, third period. So I don't think that's happened in about five years. And he doesn't like to be taken out, no doubt. But uh, we put in uh, Elliot, Brian Elliot, who, by the way, just signed a one-year um, deal yesterday uh, for his 15th season, one year, 900,000. So congratulations to, to Brian on that. So we put him in the net. We take out Vasilevsky. I'd like to hear how that conversation went when um, he and Cooper talked perhaps afterwards. But uh, nonetheless, Elliot did a great job and we ended up scoring. Kucherov scores a six-on-five goal with 12 seconds left in regulation to tie it up at three. So we tied it up, and we played 10 minutes of really good hockey, if you watched it. Um, and I think it was the right thing to do to, to light a fire uh, under the lightning to get them to come back. Now, Vasilevsky being what I think is probably the best goalie in the world, no one wants to be pulled. And, and quite honestly, after the game, Cooper mentioned that he thought about putting Vasilevsky back in for the overtime. So he didn't. Uh, Vasi, in all honesty, hasn't been playing um, like he always has. There's, you know, who knows, a little bit of a slump, to be honest. And I think that we need to work through that with him, which I'm sure we will. Um, but nonetheless, we found a way. Kucherov hit that shot from the top and, um, you know, put it into overtime. So here's, here's, the, here's the bottom line, in my opinion, is that we lost so many people. We lost our entire third line this year from last year's team. Um, and we still were able, because we have the experience, which is what you need, by the way, in the playoffs. You know, in, in the playoffs, you need two things. You need experience and you need a hot goalie. So we have the experience and I'm telling you, we still have the best goalie on the planet and he'll be fine. Um, it'll be interesting um, coming back to see how he plays in the next game. And don't forget, there's nine games left, so he's going to get some rest. He probably wants to play every game, but oh, Elliot, like I said, did a great job. And I think that we do need to give Vassie some rest and make sure that he is 100% healthy ready to go both physically and mentally when the playoffs start after those nine games. It looks as though right now um, that Toronto would be the team that we'd see in the first round, but you never know how it's going to, uh, to end up. Here's what I'm sure of. Nobody in the league wants to play us in the first round or the second round or any round for that matter because they know that the Lightning can flip that switch and if they're not playing well, play well, play better than any team in the league uh, at, at a moment's notice. So that's something that when you win back-to-back -back championships, of course, the natural tendency is to, you know, maybe not have that 
um, overwhelming desire or fire, if you will, until you really have to. And, you know, once the season is over with the regular season, I'm sure that the leadership, uh, the captains will get everyone together, regroup and get ready for that run. Uh, Again, it would be nearly unprecedented for us to go out there and win a third cup. Like I said, the Islanders were the last team to do it uh, back in 80 to 83, the only team to do that. So, um you hear a lot of people talking, a lot of the sports shows and stuff like that, saying that uh, we're not the same team as we were. Of course not. With free agency and, and all the parity, we have to fill the gaps. We have to be able next man up and get ready. And um, Cooper, in my opinion, has done a great job, uh, probably the best uh, coach in the league as well. So he's out there. He's, he's doing all the right things. It was a tough decision, I'm sure, for him to be able to pull Vasilevsky in that situation. Uh, in hindsight, it was the right move to make. Do we win if Vasi stays in there? I don't know. But he, he did get yanked, and we did win. We are in the playoffs, and I'm sure we'll be ready. We'd love to hear your thoughts. 877 877- Four four eight seven nine zero one. You can go to sports at power nine zero one dot com and let me know what you think we need to do to be ready for that first round against whomever uh, it may be. Right now, like I said, it looks as though it will be Toronto uh, up there actually, and that can change between now and the end of the season. So it's going to be interesting on how we go out there and perform for the last nine games. There's some games in there that um, are going to be pretty important from maybe a revenge factor against a couple teams that beat us this year and just uh, being able to go out there and work on a couple things. But I've said it all year round, I am not concerned about the Lightning being ready once the playoffs start. I think when we lost four to zero, four games to zero against Columbus um, three years ago, that set the pace to be ready to expect anything once the playoffs start. And we'll we'll be at uh, heightened alert, ready to go. So if you want to disagree with me, that's fine. Um, Do we need to work on some things? Yes. You want to push the panic button? Not at all. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. You are in the gymnasium. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. We're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about the Rays. Um, going into the weekend, the Rays have already played seven games, four wins, three losses. All the games have been home games. There's a nice um, sellout for the opening day. It was good to see that. And, uh, then it went back to um, the old ways, it seems, as far as attendance-wise goes. I, I was able to look at some stats uh, throughout the league so far, and the Rays are averaging, uh, even with 
the home opener sellout. We're still averaging 12,672 fans per game in attendance there. So um, I'm telling you, that goes into play when we start talking about the rest of uh, the stats, the wins, the losses. When you have Major League Baseball players playing uh, to a venue with more fans when they're on the road than when they come home to play. That does something to them, in my opinion. And that's going to be a topic of conversation in the weeks to come because we need to get a stadium deal uh, pretty much finalized and start setting some expectations or else nothing else is going to really matter about the Rays going forward because 12,000 fans in the stands for a game uh, isn't going to work. So I want to just get that off my chest to begin with. After the first week, I'll tell you, it's been a it's been a long month this first week for the Rays, even though we are um, one game above 500 so far. Uh, it's been entertaining, to say the least, when you have Brett Phillips pitching. Uh, but there's a reason why he's pitching, uh, because we've already used 17 pitchers in the first seven games. You know, granted, Patino got hurt in the first couple pitches with a strained oblique, so he was out. But um, we have to find a way to get our starters more innings. Uh, We're going to talk about some analytics a little bit later on in the show, but it all goes into play. I I think that if we have, if the theme is going to be have the starter, whether it be you know McClanahan, whether it be Fleming, um, Kluber, Rasmussen, whoever one of the starters are going to be, uh, go out there and just try to get through four innings, maybe five innings to just get what they call a quality start, which used to be seven innings, by the way, until they started changing everything. But you know, if that's going to be the game plan then we're going to burn through our, our bullpen the way we have in the first week of this season. Um, so something needs to change with the mindset of um, the pitching staff, the starters in, in Cash's mind. Now, he never pushes the panic button. I don't think he ever has in his life. So that's a good attribute to have uh, as a manager. But I'll tell you, in some situations, after seeing one week uh, of play so far, I mean, a very, very shoddy defense. We lost three out of four to Oakland. Now, I don't think Oakland's a team that's going to set the world on fire this this year, but yet um, we lost three out of four games to them. You know, there are some home runs, mostly three-run home runs, to be honest with you, at times that um, weren't the best of times for the Rays during the game. Some bad plays on defense. A Rosarina most recently, again, out there with Kiermaier trying to cut off a, um, a hit and didn't work out so well. I haven't been impressed with uh, Diaz's defense out there. Choi at first base. We really don't have a defensive first baseman if you want to talk about defense on this team. Uh, I think Diaz is a um, 
So he, he could be a liability whether he's playing first or third. But uh, nonetheless, it's, been, it's only been seven games, so I might be getting ahead of myself a little bit here. But just seeing what they're doing so far, this team has the ability year in and year out to be able to overcome some mistakes because of their stellar defense and because of their bullpen. And I'm confident that we'll find a way to continue that trend. Um, but it would be nice to be able to have some pitchers to go out there. And I think, you know, I think Rasmussen will will start going uh, more innings. I think Kluber is going to have to. We'll see what happens with Glasgow if he comes back. Um, so that's yet to be seen. Fleming, I think uh, Josh Fleming looked good. So a lot of positive things that we could be talking about as well. But um, it, it still sits in a bad way with me the way we got rid of medals when you get rid of medals you better have someone to fill in the gaps I mean he had over 100 RBIs I think 106 or something like that last year who's gonna who's gonna replace those RBIs um Franco uh, you know it's his second full year so um actually first full year so what are you gonna do with you know, in between here, Brandon Lau, um, yeah, I mean, he's looking good so far. Do you want to keep him in the leadoff position? I don't know. Uh, I, with the power that he has, I don't like him leading off, but uh, we may have to. Kiermaier, he hasn't shown anything yet so far as far as uh, uh, his ability to you know, get on base when we have to in some situations. Uh, like I said, we've used 17 pitchers already and it's not like the usual pipeline that we have in the minor leagues right now we don't have that um, most teams don't have it to be honest with you but we don't have that luxury of having that the pitchers just waiting to come up here to um, to start playing so we're gonna have to rely on what we have and to go out there and and use the the pitchers that we have, like I mentioned, Kluber, McClanahan, Glass. Now, when we have them, Rasmussen, instead of seventeen, you know, relief pitchers coming in, starting in the fourth inning. Granted, when you know Patino got hurt after a couple pitches, that's an exception. So yes, but to have the game plan being, let's go out there and start. Maybe they'll be starting some relievers and going out there, and that to me shouldn't be the way it is. Um, has it worked in the past? Yeah, yeah, we won over 100 games last year. So I guess that's a good thing. But if you're going to keep on relying on it, pretty soon that theory isn't going to work for you. We have 9 out of 10 pitchers on the IR. So we have injuries already. Now we have 13 uh, games in 13 days. So we have to let our pitchers go longer. Now one of the things that Cash does that, and it's not just him, but a lot of managers, they don't let pitchers go through the order a third time. Um, definitely we don't. We're lucky if they get through the, the second time. So uh, we need to protect the bullpen is what I'm really trying to say. Let the starters start. Let them pitch. Let them pitch because we're trying to save them, but all, we're, all they're doing is getting hurt anyway. So I, I don't think that uh, the strategy is really working. So if questions, I'd love to hear your comments on that. Go to JimmyBSports.com, shoot me an email, let me know your thoughts on that so far. Like I said, seven games um, into the season, so not a whole lot to gauge the season on so far. At times we've looked good, at times we've looked not so good. So I think that um, 
there'll be a lot more conversation, obviously, as the season goes on. But no, they'll. What what bothered me is that they'll show some um, pictures, or they'll they'll, they'll take a, a shot at the uh, bullpen and the dugout in this last game against uh, the series against Oakland. You got players sitting there, uh, you know, looking like they just lost their best friend on the dugout rail. And it shouldn't be that way. And I'm saying that it's going back to the fact that they're looking up and they see, you know, 12,000, 10,000 fans in the stands. So that's got to change somehow. Again, sports at power901.com is an email if you want, 877-448-7901. We'll see how the Rays do this weekend against the White Sox. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. You are in the gymnasium. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel man pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-748-6805. 800-748-6805. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Sports fans, welcome back. Still talking some baseball. This past week, lots of emails and talking and conversations about the Clayton Kershaw incident. And when you say incident, it refers to something typically as bad that happened. Um, I'm going to leave it up to you whether you think it's good or bad. I'm going to give you my take on the whole thing if you haven't heard by now. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, Dodgers pitcher, making his first start of the season, uh, playing... I believe it was against the Twins, an afternoon game this past week. Um, goes out there, he's pitching great. Pitches seven full, complete innings and hasn't given up a hit or a walk. So he's pitching a perfect game through seven innings and the Dodgers manager decides that he's had enough and he's going to take him out because he hit 80 pitches. Uh, so... Saying all that, that sets the stage for what we're talking about and would like to hear your thoughts on you when you first heard about Kershaw being pulled after seven innings throwing a perfect game, what was your thought and were you happy about it or did you think that it irk you or did it um, not do anything? Now, either way, I'd love to hear what your comment is about that. I'm going to tell you what it did to me. The first thing I thought about were the fans. Um, you got 17, 18, 19,000 fans that afternoon in a cold um, up there in Minnesota going to a game. They're out there. They're watching potential history happening. And it's not only seeing one of the best pitchers in the games, probably one of the best lineups you're going to see right now in the last 50 years potentially with the Dodgers. But you're able to see maybe a perfect game, which there's only been 23 of them since baseball started. So... A, a chance to make history and see history being made. I remember, you know, we talk about sports, uh, not just baseball, but all sports. You know, is it an entertainment? You know, is it a business? Is it a combination of both? Well, w- when you go out there as a sports fan to watch a game, you can go back to the 80s. I'll give you an example, you know, watching McGuire, watching Sosa in the home run 
contest there, trying to see who's going to have the most home runs for the season. Uh, Barry Bonds, like him or not like him, uh, you couldn't take your eyes off of him when he's going for the record for the home runs. So that was marred by the uh, drug scandal, by steroids, by the PEDs, all of that. So, you know, but you know what? It was interesting. It was interesting. It was definitely not something that you want, you know, as a baseball, as a business to be able to have that be prevalent in any type of uh, league that you're running. But from a fan standpoint, wasn't it fun watching all the home runs, all, all, all the balls leaving the park? I'll tell you another story. I remember as a kid, seven, seven years old, maybe going to see the Phillies play. My dad took me to a game. We saw Steve Lefty Carlton pitching. He had a no hitter going through, I believe, seven and a half, seven and the third innings. He eventually lost it, pitched a one hitter, one of his many. But I remember that game. I remember the excitement there as a kid watching someone throw, you know, a, a no hitter. It wasn't even a perfect game. It was a no hitter. So. Getting back to Kershaw, for the fans to be able to be cheated out of that, I think is is you know is wrong. Now, is it a business? Yes. Now, is it Kershaw's uh, arm? Whether he decides to stay in or stay out, he may be. Speaking of left-handed pitchers like Carlton, he may be one of the best left-handed pitchers ever, and probably in the top three. So, first game of the season, he pitches eighty pitches and he's done. Is that right or wrong? Well, the Dodgers were winning at that point, I believe, 3 nothing. What does it matter to keep him in there? We're talking six more outs. Six more outs for history like that. Now, he'll say, and Kershaw handled it the way you'd expect him to. No saying, well, you know what? It's just uh, personal accomplishments aren't that important. I really want to go out there and, and win a championship. Uh, he does have one to his name, I believe, with the um, shortened season several years ago, but he wants obviously another one, which I can understand that totally. But could you imagine, could you imagine back in the day, uh, maybe Bob Gibson throwing a perfect game, trying to take him out of the game? It, it, it wouldn't work. Could you imagine doing a Nolan Ryan? What wasn't going to happen. I mean, how about right now, Max Scherzer? Can you see Max Scherzer leaving a game when he's throwing a perfect game through seven? No, not unless you carry him out. So that's not going to happen. So my initial reaction, as you can imagine by now, wasn't one of happiness when I saw what was going on. Now, 80 pitches, first game of the season. I understand it a little bit, but how often do you get to throw a potential perfect game? And here's the thing that you just don't understand. They do all these things... Uh, analytics, we go back to analytics. They do all this because of analytics will say that, well, you can't throw more than 80 pitches. So we're not going to have you go out there and risk not being able to play later on in the season. We're not going to risk not having you for the playoffs. How do you know? How do you, especially with someone, you know, like Kershaw, who's, you know, always seems to be hurt for some reason. I mean, I've seen more scratches with him than any other pitcher that I can remember. So to say that we're going to definitely have him in September by pulling him after 80 pitches on you know April 13th, whatever it was, is guaranteed. No, it's not guaranteed. You're going to tell me he threw 80 pitches, so if he throws 81 pitches, he's going to get hurt? Six more pitches potentially or less, he could have been, you know, six outs, perfect game. So I'm not buying that fact, but here's what's going on. It's all analytics. And I'm going to be the one to tell you that analytics is 
killing sports, more so baseball than other sports, in my opinion, because I think it's more prevalent in baseball. Um, there's, there's a good book I'm going to recommend. It's called The Extra 2%, How Wall Street Strategies mm-hmm. Took a Major League Baseball Team from Worst to First, and that was written by John O'Curry. Now, guess who they're talking about? taking a Major League Baseball team from worst to first. Yeah, if you guessed the Rays, you were right. So, starting in about 2015, um, that's when all these analytics took place. They throw out terms like sabermetrics, it's reducing bunts, it's reducing you know, sacrifice bunts. You're talking about having shifts on the field, um, four-man outfields. Now, the Rays had the four-man outfields for 60 opponents in, in 2020. I believe they led the league. So you talk about all these analytics. It's If you ask someone, well, why is that put in place? Most of it is put in place to not injure players, but they're getting injured anyway. So to me, it's defeating the purpose. How many times, talking from a race standpoint, have we been in a game the last several years where we needed to be able to manufacture a run to be able to tie a game or to win a game? Many, many opportunities. And you know what? When was the last time you saw someone bunt on the race team? Kiermaier, perfect example. When do you see it? You don't see it because they say bunting isn't something with analytics that you should be doing. You need to have hitters in there being able to knock the guys around the bases versus playing small ball and getting runs to score that way. No, they don't want to talk about bunts and stealing bases. They want to talk about biomechanics. They want to talk about electromyography, those type of things. What's coming down the pike is you're going to see you know, four outfielders being able to be out there. They're going to go away from radar and towards optical technology. If you don't know what that is, it's the ability to analyze players' bodies and limb movements in a way that radar really can't. So that's going to be able to say, hey, this pitcher is getting tired. He's not moving the same as he did you know, in the second and third inning. Time to take him out. Yeah, but he's only thrown you know, 50 pitches. Oh, it doesn't matter. Time to take him out. That's why... You know, and we utilize that so much that that's why we've used 17 pitchers in the Rays organization in the first seven games of the season. You look at sacrifice bunts, 1915, 4,441 sacrifice bunts. 1975, 1,873 sacrifice bunts. 2019, 776. It's going down every year because, again, of these analytics, they're paying groups to go around there and analyze every every little thing of what's going on. It's all being quantified. And quite honestly, you know what? Teams need to be putting up more nets around the field between the, 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 the field and the fans because you know, people are looking on their cell phones because they're bored. So they don't get hit by the ball. They're looking on their cell phones. They're you know, half asleep watching the game sometimes. So, you know, t- to me... The um, analytics, yeah, you need to have it to a point to be able to figure out which which pinch hitter is good against this pitcher in certain situations. But I, I'm I'm thinking it's being taken too far, and it's only going to hurt um, sports in general, uh, and more so baseball. We'll talk about other sports um, later on, uh, other segments on how it's hurting that. But um, again, look at that book if you get a chance. The extra two percent, it's very interesting, and. So Kershaw got pulled from the game. Dodgers ended up winning, 
and that means that I guess that Kershaw will be around to pitch uh, three games in a seven-game series in the end of October to give them the championship. So again, that's my rant. Would love to hear your thoughts on it. 877-448-7901. JimmyBSports.com. You can go to there and uh, shoot me an email. Let me know what you think, what topics you want to talk about next time. Hope everyone has a great weekend. That's all the time we have. Uh, let's go lightning. Let's get back on the, the winning track the way we know how to and um, roll into the playoffs on a high note hopefully the Rays can have a good weekend here against um, against the White Sox they'll win the series take two out of three games and they'll get back to their winning ways as always stay vigilant stay safe and above all stay positive you've been in the gymnasium we'll talk to you next week in the Jimmy B Sports Show take care